Hello and welcome to It Depends, your favorite software engineering podcast. My name is Kislai and today I want to share some observations about a certain type of decision making process. Recently, I was listening to my friends argue about whether to privatize government banks or not. Some argued that this will improve efficiency. Some wondered if private corporations could be trusted with all the banking in the country. Some debated socialism and its pros and cons. This is a common discussion pattern in both formal and informal settings. A lot of public opinions are framed this way. For example, rapists should be summarily hung, but then what about humanitarian treatment or legal rights and so on. So is a lot of tech hype. For example, no SQL should be used for high scalability, but is it too complicated and do we have the tools and do we have the teams and so on. One thing that really struck me this time is that how this discussion is actually upside down. It assumes that a course of action has been determined and now all that is left to do is to debate whether it is acceptable to everyone or not. The conversation on privatizing national bank presents an opinion like a strategy to attain an undefined goal. The argument is not about the privatization of banks at all. People keep talking past each other because each of them is talking about a different thing like corruption, socialism, bad loans, capital efficiency, etc. These things just cloud the issue and keep us from having the actual discussion. To actually discuss whether banks should be privatized or not, we would have to define the effect we are trying to create. Why have the conversation at all? All the other words are about the side effects and symptoms of an action that we have presumably already taken, which is to privatize the banks. They are not about why we took the action. The real question is, what do we want to achieve? Economics and banks are elements of a system that does something, which is to say it has a purpose. We need to define this purpose before we can define if a proposed change will serve this purpose or not. Once we understand this purpose and the effect that we are trying to create, we can try to navigate this environment and achieve it. Without knowing the purpose, privatized banks means nothing. This should be familiar from the way a lot of inter-team presentations are done. A decision is presented for discussion and critique, but with the tacit understanding that fundamental questions are not to be raised and any feedback should be given in the context of the conclusion being presented. We look at the proposal, debate whether it is good or bad, and propose changes that may improve the proposal. But really, for this critique to be useful, the feedback has to consider the purpose of the system and the change first, and that sadly does not happen very often. Let's consider some technical examples of this. Decoupling is one of my favorites. The statement, decouple your components, is unlikely to generate any debate, or at best generate debate on the mechanism of the decoupling. It is a great idea, but the bigger question lies in the effect that we want to create. What exactly is it that I want to get out of this? Do I really want to change one of my components later on? The principle of decoupling isn't valuable by itself. It needs the context of motive to become so. Apple, for example, and broadly speaking, doesn't decouple. It integrates very deeply. Are they doing something fundamentally wrong? Or take autonomy in teams. At this point, the Twitter-going crowd believes that autonomous teams, also known as two-pizza teams or problem-driven teams, are the best way to organize a workforce. But why do I want this? Someone actually told me that engineers like this because they like freedom. Freedom from what? Who knows? If the intended effect is to efficiently use a large, unmotivated workforce, maybe autonomy isn't the way to go. Old school command and control might actually be the best in that case. 
The words decouple and autonomy are trying to use the perceived authority of best practices without identifying the context of applying these ideas. The point is not whether they are good or bad, but the problem is that we haven't thought about the objective and therefore we are forced to work backwards from the solution to the problem and hope that they fit each other. We don't even know what the problem is in the larger context. Starting from the intended effect, I want to reduce the cost of change in my software might lead us to consider that change is faster without decoupling if deep integrations are required and swapping out components is not really necessary. Starting from the effect, I want my teams to create high impact might lead us to consider that before teams can create impact, they should understand the direction the organization wants to go in and therefore what impact looks like. That alignment must come before autonomy can be unleashed. Applying a strategy without knowing the outcome amounts to a reversal of cause and effect. Decoupling doesn't axiomatically improve software. Autonomy doesn't automatically create impact. Without knowing the context and the intent, a strategy can only succeed by chance. It is far more likely to cause damage via second order effects. So if you want to take action, first identify the intended effect and the environment in which you are working. All else will follow from that. Thank you for joining me on this edition of It Depends. My name is Kisle and I will see you again next week. Bye.